Si le gustaría escuchar un episodio en español, por favor escuche el siguiente episodio. Hello friends, my name is Larissa Davila and I am part of La Incubadora Podcast. La Incubadora Podcast is an initiative from Economic Growth Business Incubator, a local nonprofit with the mission to provide training, coaching and support to aspiring and existing business owners who face barriers for growing a successful business. La Incubadora Podcast is born out of the need to connect with the, our clients and the community at large with information about success stories, answer, practical answers to frequently asked questions, and also connect you with leaders of opinion and resources in the community. For this episode, we're going to ask, or we're going to respond to a very frequently asked question. Should I open an LLC or a DVA? And um, today we're going to speak about that difference. So what is a DBA and what is an LLC? A DBA, it's also a sole proprietorship. It's also called as a, a sole proprietorship, and it's also called an assumed name. So Larissa Davila doing business as name of my, my business. And uh, it's basically just um, a... It's just myself with an assumed name. So a lot of people get confused when you when they say, oh, can you please send, are you a sole proprietorship? Um, and you say, no, I'm a DVA. Well, it's the same thing. Or for example, they, they will say, you're doing business as, it's the same thing. So that is something that is very confusing, but it's the, the, the most simplest way of doing a, or acquiring a business name. The other most common type of business is the LLC. The LLC stands for Limited Liability Company. In Spanish, it's Compañía de Responsabilidad Limitada, LLC, Limited Liability Company. And um, another question that we get frequently is, is it the only way to do business? No, there's a lot of ways to do businesses. These are the most popular entities, but we also have um, C corporations, S corporations, we have partnerships, general partnerships, limited liability partnerships, limited companies, private health companies, series LLC, nonprofit organizations, professional corporations and professional associations, to name a few. And then it changes between state to state. But the ones that we're going to focus on right now, it's the DBA, which is the sole proprietorship, and the LLC, because those are more or less the most common entities that we, we see among small business owners. Um, why do you need an LLC or a DBA? Well, you need these to for your business to, to be born, right? So if you are, if for example, I am Larissa Davila and I'm doing business as Larissa Davila, nothing has to be done. I can continue to be my own person and continue to bill people, continue to receive checks, continue to make uh, business expenses. But if I want to name my company another way, then I would have to do a DBA. So Larissa Davila doing business as, for example, La Incubadora Podcast. That way, La Incubadora Podcast will exist and people can make check checks uh, to the name of La Incubadora Podcast. We can have a bank account under La Incubadora Podcast and other business transactions that are needed if you want to have a an entity name that is different from your um, from your name. So 
You can use it to work with an, a different, with an assumed name, a different name. You can use it to develop a brand. You can use it to make a marketing that it's in line, aligned with your, with your business. For example, if I have a cleaning service, then it would be the LD cleaning service. So my name is Larissa Davila, but my company is called LD cleaning services or LD hair salon. So you will do the marketing around the assumed name or the name of the company that you developed. You can use it to um, have a bank account, as I say, and receive uh, payments. You can also use it to uh, maintain some sort of privacy for your business. So, for example, if you're doing business from your house or if you want to um, do business with other people but don't want to give them all your personal information, then having an assumed name or an LLC, it's a very good way to do it. For the LLCs, also, it's good to have, if you have partners or if you have um, investors, if you have a different entity, then um, it, it's more likely that they, they're going to feel comfortable investing into the separate entity rather than giving the money to the owner of the business. It does happen in some cases, but for the most part, it's better if you have it on a separate, on a separate note. And then... What are the differences between one and the other? So I'm going to focus first on the DBA. For the DBA, it's um, the way it's you go and register the name at the county level. So you will have protection for the name only in the county. What that means is, for example, if someone two counties from uh, your if you live in Travis County and then someone goes to Bayer County and they want to open a restaurant with the same uh, name that you have in um, Travis County, there's nothing that you can do about it other than creating a trademark. But if you have an LLC, then the name is protected in the whole state. So if you have a restaurant and that restaurant is called LV Hamburgers, then nobody in the state can open another restaurant that is called LV Hamburgers. However, they can do open another restaurant that is called LD um, Chinese Food, right? So depending on what you have, is the way that you're going to be able to protect it. If you want to protect the whole thing, then you have to do a trademark. But that's something uh, different, and maybe we can touch on it in a different um, episode. Now, what is a, so with, with the DVA, it's not a legal entity. It's just an assumed name. So it's basically the owner of the business doing a business with, the, so with another name, but it's not actually another entity versus the LLC. When you create another LLC, when you create an LLC, it's like you are one person and then the business is another person, another entity. So both of you will file for taxes. With the DBA, it's only one uh, filing of taxes. You just use your Schedule C. But with the LLC, it's two. So you have to be careful that you know that if you're going to open the LLC, you're going to have to invest in doing your own, yourself or your personal taxes and then you're also going to have to do the taxes for the LLC because both will have to report on a yearly basis. The cost to do a DBA with the county is $28 or about $24, $28. The cost to do, depend, depending on the, of, of, if you request to have a, um, a copy sent to you. So if you're going to do an LLC, the, the filing cost is a, a little bit over $300. So with the DBA, you just walk into the office of um, the county and just pay for the fee and get the form completed, submitted, and that's it. In three weeks, you will receive um, a letter with the information. 
with the LLC, you also walk into the Secretary of State, just get the form or go online, get the form, fill it out, pay the fee and submit it. It's, it's recommended when you do an LLC that you also have something that is called the Articles of Incorporation, the conflict policy and other and the bylaws are required when you do the LLC. It's not required, but it's highly recommended, especially so it's, if it's going to be you and a partner or you and two partners. It's better if you have the Articles of Incorporation, the conflict policy and the bylaws. But um, that you would have to um, look a little bit more into that, and that would be part of another episode as well. So if you have a DBA, whatever happens with the business is your responsibility. So, for example, if you're on site and there's um, an accident and it's caused by your doing or can be tied to your ex to your activities, then you could be held responsible for that. Or, for example, if you inquire a if you get a a loan or something, it goes to you, to your you and your family assets. If you have an LLC, if there's um, some liability, that is, well, that's the reason why it's called limited liability company. Because if there's a liability that arises from your doing of business, they, the, the, the law can go after the assets that the limited liability company has, but not after your assets. So... Um, for example, if um, there's an accident and you have to pay for that, but you only have one truck, one computer and a vacuum cleaner, then that's what they have to take that, that and per perhaps the money that it's in the bank account. So that is something to take into consideration. Now, there's, a, I guess, a gap right there. If you are using your bank account to pay for personal expenses, then the the, the, the limitations of the LLC can be overridden in, in a court of law. So you have to be very careful with both of them. When you're doing business, you have to have a separate account for business, especially for the LLC, because you could um, the you you could get um, the you you could get, you could get in trouble if you don't. So that is uh, one thing that it's important to remember. And then, for example, if you the the duration of the DBA for a for a for a DBA, the duration of the DBA is 10 years. After after 10 years, then you have to go and renew the DBA. But with the LLC, it's in perpetuity. Unless you go and close it, it will continue to go on and on and on. So it's uh, also important that you have that into consideration. When um, when when the owner of the DBA if the DBA dies, the DBA will die with uh, the owner. Versus with the LLC, if there's a succession plan and there's people included on it, when uh, the owner passes away, then um, the the LLC can continue to exist with other people. So it's best if you have family members working with you, it's best to have an LLC rather than a DBA just for you to be on the safe side. And then when you have a DBA, it's not very usual to have in investors work with you. For the most part, they will be asking you to have a, an LLC just because um, it's more structured. It's a different different entity. And the things that happen in other parts of your family assets won't affect the LLC because it's a different entity. So investors or 
uh, lenders sometimes will look into it and say, okay, I you're an L, you want to you want me to invest in your company, then you have to convert your DVA into an LLC. So those are things that you want to take into consideration. And then when you have a DVA, you can have employees, but you have to be very careful because whatever they do can reflect in your family finances. Versus with the LLC, if they are hired through the LLC, then it just stays within the entity. So when you start making more money and you get to you start getting more structured and you start getting more business and we are adding employees, it's better if you go from a DBA to an LLC so that you maintain your or, um, business and your assets protected. So those are kind of the most popular differences between one and another. And it is always, always important that you talk to an attorney or a CPA and assess the risk that you have and assess, so figure out what they recommend for you to go to use, if a DBA or an LLC. And of course, it's always important that you have a contract or a terms of service agreement with a DBA and with an LLC just to make sure that it's written in paper and your clients or your customers understand what are the limitations of your service, what are your responsibilities, what are your liabilities, and what are their responsibilities and their expectations. So when everything is clear, you're going to be more protected. Also, it's also it's uh, very important that you talk with uh, insurance companies and make sure you have the insurance needed for the type of service that you provide. For example, if you're a coach, if you're someone that gives recommendations, then it's better that you have an errors and omission. If you have if you have a, um, a business where people can actually come in, you have to have a commercial liability, or if you're going into people's houses, it's important to have commercial liability or workers' compensation. Again, it's always important to connect with the professionals that are that, that they have the specialty on insurance and so that you are protected. And well, uh, that is basically all I have for information regarding the DBAs and the LLCs. If you have more questions, it would be nice that you connect with uh, either a an attorney or a CPA so that they can uh, provide guidance that is specific to what you need and to your business. So um, thank you for joining us today. And um, again, my name is Larissa. And that's all the information that we have. And remember that if you know of someone that has that would benefit from this information, we recommend that you connect them with the information and share this episode, share it with them, share on your profile so that people know and get the information about it. And remember that La Incubadora podcast is part of the Economic Growth Business Incubator, EGBI, which is a business incubator in Central Texas that offers training, coaching, support to small business owners and aspiring business owners with barriers to achieving success. If you would like to learn more about EGBI, our services, please visit egbi.org and we will see you soon. Thank you.